I V M. Hello and welcome to another episode of IVM Likes, a show where the IVM staffers recommend cool stuff to you because we don't want to keep the cool stuff to ourselves. We want to share it with the world. And uh, my name is Abbas. I'm a producer here at IVM. With me, I have two other beautiful producers. Uh, that is, uh, what are your names, guys? Oh yeah, Janam. What <laughs> are beautiful names? Janam and Priyanka. Say hi, guys. Hi, hi, guys. So we are here with our bag of recommendations today. We're recommending a documentary, a TV show, and a podcast. Uh, so who wants to go first? Janam, Priyanka, who wants to go first? I will go first. Priyanka, yes, what, are you, what, what are you recommending today? I'm recommending uh, this documentary film called Ask the Sexpert, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix. And uh, everybody's talking about it. Also, because... Uh, I it, wonder why. It picks on, of course, <laughs> we are sexaholic, guys. Speak uh, for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anything. I'm sure we've secretly, not secretly, uh, but somewhere or the other, tried Hard to questions. sneak into that page. Mumbai Mirror. Yeah, yeah, Mumbai Mirrors. Um, this is basically about that column, uh, Ask Dr. Mahendra Watsa, yeah. Ask This Expert, mm-hmm. and um, about how he he's not a young, uh, you know, a young, charming man who's having lots of sex in his life. And that's mm. why he's been asked these questions. Mm. He, he's a guy nak who's 91 years old mm. and has had enough sex in his life. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't know. But uh, he basically answers these questions with a straight face, you know, yeah. because we all know that they're hilarious as, yeah. as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So witty, man, that guy. And, yeah, and he's just looking at it and he's like, should I feel sorry for these guys because they have no idea what yeah. they're doing. But And that's what this is about that everyone's making fun of what they're reading. Mm. But that's also because they don't know any better. Mm. It's because they're oblivious and, and things like, um, you know, there are these shots there are these scenes in the in the film mm. where a lot of these men are coming to him for advice and a lot of these issues are privacy related or you know things that are uh, stress related for men and they're like hence we can't do this we mm. can't do this anymore there are different thoughts coming to our mind in our heads and so it's a very uh, again everyone's going to laugh at it when you see that scene that oh this guy is saying that uh, you know when he's when he's at it he's basically thinking about his work stress and his life and, and these are men who may not be like very appealing and all that but these are he's basically talking about how all this matters in a relationship or your life generally when you're taking care of other things and you know uh, how Indians think of sex in in your daily lives be it you know for wives also and how even women even the wives who come with their husbands to Dr. Vatsa mm. are like but you know I miss sex like I'm, mm. I want it with my husband and mm. he's he's worried he's not into it and whatever right. be the reason and you realize how raw and simple that is um, and uh, it's it's just a very sweet film like it's it's about how this guy has has uh, for so many many years he's gone to conferences and how to teach to understand sex better mm. in our country mm. okay because we don't have that culture yeah. and basically of course sex ed is the biggest gap in the education system and 
a way that people can't get through this they can't get over this topic because it's not infused in you when you're younger and I agree, yeah. yeah so i remember in school we had the, like you know in, in, in like fifth grade yeah in yeah. fifth grade no yeah. in, in our school they had taken like the all the girls separately, separately. Yeah. and they were just explaining the concept of periods and yeah. what uh, sexual intercourse is but that was it apart from that we've never had a lecture after <coughs> yeah ne- and the, the issue was never addressed and like after in fact after that uh, session all of us had so many questions and none of them were answered and we were just like okay and then then directly you know skip to 10th grade i think where we had the whole reproductive chapter in our biology yeah. which was all very theoretical and like obviously scientific and theoretical but there were still so many questions we had cuz like as girls you know we got our periods when we were what 7th 8th grade and right, th- yeah. there was just like so many questions we had generally about the human body which i feel weren't addressed yeah. at that time yeah 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 totally get you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you understand our pain right yeah. kind of yes but so that's what he that's what dr watsa says that you guys are unfortunately left on yourself uh, on your own to deal with these questions mm. okay mm. and uh, when they come mm. out in a newspaper column everybody's for the initial bit of it everybody thought that this guy is made a, it's up a fake, it's a yeah. gimmick thing people for thought it's a leadership. fake yeah so um, so the editor i think meenal meenal bagel bagel uh, uh. she said that hey no i thought that i am firstly a newspaper and a daily newspaper <laughs> and i have the power to change my perspective about something like this right. okay and we we are supposed to be this tabloid who's hard hitting then why can't i pick on something like this right. and and uh, he's he's someone who's been in the field for 40 years yeah. and um she she's like there's no other way of course they have cases against them the people are like you're, you're featuring obscenity you're, uh, you're encouraging corrupting the youths and all of that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, and all of that and the film actually has a uh, professor nathani of xavier's college yeah. who actually is filing those she's cases she's filing those yeah. cases but even the lawyer tells her that <laughs> yeah. even lawyers like see your the uh, the person you're filing this case against has simply said that i'm not i'm not trying to infuse something that's corrupt or yeah. that's dirty or giving them a wrong message yeah. these are the queries they have because yeah, yeah. of the lack of this Education. inclusion in yeah. our system mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to help them that he don't do something wrong and up because of course these questions are, are funny but they are not cool in ways that you know there are people who are doing these things you know someone's oh my god like there's this whole thing about infusing like sticking in the mascara as a dildo and you know squeezing in lime and like it's just it's bizarre but people are doing these things mm. uh they're not <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah see everyone's laughing but it's just it's it's real it's yeah. real and it's mm. sad i mean we yeah. at least we we have this vocabulary to talk about uh, these things but these people don't mm. and they're secretly writing to dr watsa so i think it's a really nice pick and uh, it's it's produced it's directed and produced by uh, vaishali sinha mm-hmm. so i yeah. saw the film at mumbai film festival and uh, dr watsa was at the screening right and he, they had a q and a session after it and he was as charming and funny even in the Q&A right. uh, session as he is in those columns so that's your recommendation that's my recommendation yeah. watch it on netflix guys yeah i second that recommendation the movie is on netflix uh, what about you jana what are you recommending today so i'm also recommending another netflix show it's uh, called jessica jones you mm-hmm. might have heard of it uh, so jessica jones is uh, based off the marvel comics of the same name yep and uh, this show is set in the mcu marvel mm. the, the marvel cinematic universe mm. and uh, the so the show is uh, i have been binge watching it so okay. i'm like 
I would not recommend you binge watch it because it's quite a heavy, dark, depressing show. It could affect you mentally. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just go ahead and watch it anyway. It's it's quite brilliantly uh, depicted. Like the, okay. the it's it's like the entire plot, everything is very um, captivating. The actors, the cast is amazing. So uh, can I so, watch it if I haven't seen the other MCU shows? Is it a standalone? I feel it is because I haven't gotten to the okay. defenders and Luke Cage and all of that okay. yet. So okay. I have started with Jessica Jones, and I feel like I—I I mean, I am following the plot. Mm. I have understood whatever is okay. happening. It—it it is a standalone, oh, I would okay. say. Mm. And uh, so the main character, uh, Jessica Jones, is played by Kristen Ritter, who mm. is—you uh, would remember her from if you watched Breaking Bad. Yep. She plays Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend, girlfriend Jane, yeah. who, who dies a of a drug very overdose. Sad end, yes. Yeah. So uh, I I always hear that time she was much younger. Yeah. Now uh, she's playing the lead here. She also uh, did this show called The Bitch in Apartment Twenty Three, which was quite funny, but then it got cancelled after a season. Oh, anyway. I don't know that. <laughs> okay, and uh, in the first season we see David Tennant as mm. the villain. Oh, okay. And uh, he is amazing. His performance is so good. I would say watch it just even <laughs> if you just watch it for him, it's good enough. So David Tennant is also the tenth Doctor in uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah, mm. correct. And uh, yeah, personally, I uh, also really like Rachel Taylor's character. She plays uh, Patsy Walker. Okay. So what is and what is Jessica's superpower? So her sh- her superpower is strength. Oh, okay. Super strength. strength. Yeah, super strength. Mm-hmm. So she can just you know even if you have like. Shravan or Gaurav, she can take these guys down. <laughs> For those who can't see, yeah. Shravan is our sound engineer who is like really muscular and heavy. He can move mountains, guys, yeah. Yeah. and move the studio. <laughs> so, yeah. So Jessica Jones can basically kick these guys' asses. Well, Gaurav not so difficult, but Shravan is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So super strength is her uh, power, Ability, and uh, yeah. So the show basically, like, just to give you an idea, what the show is about. Uh, Jessica Jones is the central character. and like the the whole show revolves around her life and how so uh, in the show Jessica Jones plays the role of a private investigator so she's taking on cases and okay. uh, the show starts off with this case she's on and uh, somehow it links to her past and how her personal life has been affected and like okay. she gets so like emotionally physically everything mentally involved in a case and she is like literally fighting life and death to solve this and um, Yeah, I won't reveal much of the plot because then I'll be giving out spoilers. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if if you're if you're looking to watch like a really good thriller, action, detective, dark superhero kind of a show, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones should be definitely on your list. Nice. And yeah, Luke Cage and uh, like uh, Mike Coulter who plays Luke Cage, he's right. also featured on the show. Okay. He, he's like got uh, in and out kind of a appearance. A cameo. He keeps, yeah, yeah, he keeps coming and going. It's, oh, okay. Uh, So yeah, it's an it's quite an interesting plot they've. All about. right. So Jessica Jones is your recommendation, and uh, finally we'll round it up with my recommendation. I am recommending a podcast. Uh, two things I love is true crime and music, and this podcast, which is called Disgrace Land, merges the two. Okay. So there's a journalist uh, and writer called Jake Brennan who hosts this podcast. Uh, every episode is around thirty uh, to forty minutes long. and what jake bennen does is he digs out cases from the past which are 
basically unsolved cases or true crime stories related to the music industry which have oh. uh, which have been unsolved over the years so for example he did a episode about Jerry Lee Lewis the iconic rock singer okay uh, his fifth wife died very mysteriously so he tries to um tries to solve the case and uh, while doing so he kind of also unravels the personalities and how everything in the music scene is not really how it seems right it's very captivating it's almost like you get the <laughs> you get the thrills of a savdhan india kind of a thing where it's it's all about you know what happened next and how the case unfolds at the same time you can also check all these things online because they're all very factual so he's done four episodes till now it's going to be an eight episode uh, season so far he's done an episode on uh, jerry lee lewis he's done an episode on sid vicious sid vicious and his uh, girlfriend uh, apparently it said that sid vicious and his girlfriend were very hardcore drug addicts but also sid vicious's mother used to feed him drugs as well uh, just to keep him going So okay. it's a very kind of a voyeuristic feel that you get while listening to these episodes. He's done an episode about the Norwegian black metal scene, um, oh. and they were very hardcore. So there were in the early days of the Norwegian uh, death metal scene, the, these musicians actually like committed murder and wore the bones of their victims as uh, as a necklace around their neck while performing. Yeah, oh, and uh, so he tries to kind of explore that. That that episode I think is one of the most uh, gruesome and most hardcore okay. episodes that he's done but the way he presents it is is very unique so he can't afford the licenses for the musicians music that he's playing right. so he kind of um interjects them with uh, so if he's talking about really gruesome murders he'll actually have really pleasant piano music playing behind you know so he tries to juxtapose the the ferocity of the stories of with the a mood tracks. that's kind of you know very op- yeah. opposite to that so and he it's very well written it's he does it as a monologue for half an hour it's got a very catchy theme music mm-hmm. uh, so catch this the podcast it's called disgrace land does it's, he also like talk about you know that's like kurt cobain and john lennon so so far he hasn't okay. uh, but the cases like cobain uh, uh, and lennon they are like really well known those right. cases have left very little to be to ponder Explore. over okay. maybe cobain he might uh, he might address in a future episode yeah. but these are basically cases where which people have kind of forgotten or they've been shut down right. but he actually tries and dig in and say that these were the questions left behind and these were never solved and maybe uh, the musicians you worship so much weren't mm. really the goody two shoes musicians that you thought they were okay so that's his angle uh it's yeah, a very yeah that's the point of the investigator yeah exactly thing, right? so yeah. you dig deep and yeah. and basically making a use of the audio format mm-hmm. because it's music and it's you know yeah. you can have all these detective type vibes to it yeah so it's it's very it's it's got a got a very dark humor to it so the way right. he he's written it is that it's it'll keep you hooked because of the crime aspect of it but it's also kind of funny and very engaging so check it out it's called disgrace land uh, it's available wherever you listen to your podcasts uh, it'll probably be available if wherever you listen to this not the ivm podcast app cuz it's not an ivm show yet <laughs> but yeah do check it out it's called disgrace land uh, so those were our recommendations we'll just round uh, them up once again uh, priyanka you recommended ask the sexpert and you could catch it on netflix and uh, janam jessica jones which is also on netflix 
and I recommended the podcast Disgrace Land. All right, so before we take a break, uh, we're going to do something special from uh, this episode onwards on IVM Likes. Uh, what we did is basically we went out to some of our other show hosts and guests, uh, and we asked them about stuff that they would want to recommend. And this week we have Pavan Srinath who hosts the Pragati podcast on IVM, and he had a really cool anime series that he wanted to recommend. So let's listen in what he had to say. Hi, I'm Pavan Srinath. I host the Pragati podcast with Hamsini Hariharan. I'm thinking of which anime to recommend, and I will go back to the second most well-known anime out there, which is Naruto. Uh, I think after Dragon Ball Z, everyone knows of Naruto, but I want to recommend it because there's a new version of it out called Naruto Kai. Okay. It's a new release of Naruto, and what's special about it is uh, the the way the anime developed. Uh, you know, it couldn't. Uh, the manga couldn't keep pace with the anime so there are okay. lots of episodes which are fillers you know people came up with a cute side story where they do something ridiculous and so the whole series is this bloated 500 episode thing that no one can get into and most people got turned off from mm-hmm. so there was some great content at the end but most people gave up because there would be entire seasons where uh, the story would only advance by three episodes mm-hmm. or two episodes mm-hmm. Uh, so Naruto Kai is this much tighter thing. It's it's still about a hundred hours of uh, viewing between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, but I think it's an adventure that uh, everyone who likes anime and especially likes fantasy must take. So I came into the anime world as an escapist fantasy geek, you know, liking ten volume series like The Wheel of Time mm-hmm. or the Malazan Book of the Fallen, mm-hmm. and it's great to get into this anime world which is so rich. The magic system is one of the most incredible I've seen. The complexity of the story. the themes i mean this is not really a kids anime i mean adults get so much more out of this than kids ever will i think so i would definitely recommend naruto kai go find it online so that was pawan's recommendation and we're going to take a short break on the other side gorav aya will join us and since it's uh, april fools week uh, we decided we'll talk about films and uh, other stuff that fooled us that we thought will be really cool but they actually turned out to be stink bombs so see you on the other side of this break And we're back on the second segment of IVM Likes, and uh, a new producer, Mr. Gaurav Aya, has joined us. Gaurav, say hi. Hi. And uh, of course, Janam is still, I'm still with us. Yeah, guys. she didn't move a muscle <laughs> during the break. Okay, so in this segment, we're talking about uh, things that fooled us, uh, stuff, pop culture stuff that we thought would be great, but uh, when we actually checked it out, it disappointed us and turned out to be. absolute crap uh so who wants to start uh, god of why don't you start off with that uh okay so uh, as you guys all know from our last podcast uh, i'm on uh, stop I'm stressing a, like a cat i'm from a <laughs> <laughs> um so as you guys know from the last podcast i'm from a different generation so maybe how the, old are you again i'm 23, 23 man. of course and how old are you again 30 <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mean maybe the things i'm going to be talking about which kind of uh, upset me were maybe like from a different time mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> uh, one of the movies that really really uh, let me down was the avatar the last airbender that movie uh, sure yes you know the Sha- and m night shamlan movie yeah so <laughs> 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 yeah, I I agree with you. No, I'm talking so, about the, I mean, the one that was made from a Nickelodeon show into a movie, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Yes, yes. 
okay. Um, the reason it disappointed me is that they tried to condense something which is in like four seasons long mm. into one movie, mm. and it is definitely a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, there are very very few. Even when you're turning books into movies, there are very few which can do this uh, properly because. Every time, I mean, there's so much more information you have in a book or in a TV show than you'll have in a movie because it's in a much more condensed space of time. So, I mean, when they tried doing this, I don't, I didn't like the casting. I thought uh, it was pretty racist of them to make the Fire Kingdom all Indian people. Like, I was like, what the hell? Why? Like, why are the Fire like, Kingdom all brown people, man? And uh, I'm, I'm being uh, represented uh, badly here. <laughs> and to think <laughs> but, that it was directed by an Indian, half Indian dude. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess he just wanted to give Indians more screen time. I don't know. But I mean, it. so the original TV show, mm. um, it had a sense of, uh, for a lack of better term, originality. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it was something different and it was something cool, you know, it was, uh, I mean, I really loved it. Uh, But when they made the movie, the movie had no originality to it. Right. I think even the color scream and everything was uh, really messed up because I remember the cartoon being really colorful. I haven't really followed them, but I remember watching the trailers for the movie. And it was all really dark and uh, and like a depressing color scheme that was on. The yeah, it, they did. They tried making it more adult and like more action packed, and mm. it's that's not really um, how the cartoon depicted it. And I thought right. it, they made a very bad translation of the cartoon into a real life uh, movie. Movie. Uh-huh. All right, so you're saying uh, this cartoon should have just remained a cartoon? Shouldn't have. Yeah, they ruined it by trying to make it something it wasn't. Uh, what about you, Janam? Something that you were expecting? Something yeah, I have a high. couple of movies actually I watched recently. Uh, the last one was Downsizing. Mm-hmm. So this one features Matt Damon and Kristen Wiig. Okay. And uh, both the actors I love. Uh-huh. But um, the concept of a movie is, uh, it's very scientific. So it talks about how, uh, you know, a scientist has come up with this revolutionary technology where humans can conserve the environment and save our planet from getting destroyed by mm-hmm. each of us getting downsized into these small yeah right. I, I remember people. reading about this film but I didn't watch it yeah so the concept <laughs> is really I. good I mean like with a theme like this you can do so much more with the movie right. so it's the movie starts off very well uh-huh. and then there's a point where uh, you're expecting it to get better and then it just it's just downhill from there okay and uh, throughout the course of the movie it's just it's 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 so random there are like these random twists and turns and you're just like what the hell is happening why is this was so unnecessary so yeah like I, I feel the movie had a lot of potential but they didn't do justice to it mm-hmm. that was downsizing apart from that uh, there was this movie I watched called Irreplaceable You okay so the movie looked pretty convincing there was um, what was it about so it's this couple uh, it's, it's, it's a very cliche kind of a story but uh, the acting wasn't like at least the the guy who plays the male lead his acting was very disappointing also who was that his name is sam in the movie it's played by michael huseman okay so what so, was it about the movie that made you feel it's going to be awesome it just seemed like this you know this young couple and uh, we all know like it's it's not I'm giving a spoiler out here but the the uh, the female lead she mm-hmm. is uh, Terminally ill and terminal cancer diagnosis. Okay. 
and it just uh, you know shows their relationship after she's diagnosed with cancer what happens and also okay. the movie is overall very emotional i did uh, i have to admit i did cry during the movie okay but overall but after the that you like bullshit yeah <laughs> i yeah, expected so, to okay. cry more damn <laughs> yeah but the overall plot and um, just the whole structure of the movie could have been much stronger mm So that was a little disappointing. Also, I have to mention Ted by Seth MacFarlane. Uh, so the first part was okay. It was, yeah, I, mean, I, I love I, Seth MacFarlane. Though. Yeah, He's same, same here. Totally so, fan girl over him. So like the Ted had Mark Wahlberg, Mila mm. Kunis, and uh, Seth MacFarlane who plays the character of the Ted, Ted yeah. the bear, <laughs> yeah, the perverted, inappropriate bear. So when bear. I saw Ted for the first time. I found it funny, but ever since it, it is funny. But yeah. ever every time I've rewatched it on TV, I don't find it funny yeah. at all. Yeah, it's not a movie you can go back to <laughs> back and enjoy to, yeah. the humor. That's true. Also, Ted Two was super disappointing. Yeah, I didn't have the courage to watch Ted Two. Yeah, I I watched it and it was <laughs> it was just disaster. But was it worse than Ted One? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Ted One was good. Ted Ted One was okay. Like I would give it probably three stars. But oh, she was wow. expecting. <laughs> is it out of five? What? Three stars Ted? out of five. No, yeah. three out of five. Yeah, that's what I. I just asked. Is it out of five? Out of. Mm. Oh, I thought you said. Okay, she was expecting like a five out of five, but all she got was like a three. Three, yeah. Mm. See, that, that this is this is a thing with uh, you know things we watch. Why are we actually disappointed? It's because we're going with the expectation of five out of five. Of course, but you know a decent yeah, but if you movie have, is if you three have out of five. You get a guy who's written Family Guy. You get yeah. Mark Wahlberg. You get Mila Kunis, who's who, again from Family Guy. You expect a love riot, and it wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Yep. You have any more? Uh, As films? of now, these only. Yeah. All right. I, I have a long list, and most of them come comprise of superhero films. Why did I only get one? St- film, <laughs> I also want to say long. Because you took like forever for that one, <laughs> and your other choices are going to be like Shrek four and like Shrek whatever. Shrek three. Okay, come on. Shrek three was terrible. <laughs> Shrek four. Who like no. So ba- uh, my top of the list is Batman versus Superman. I really wanted this movie to be great. I was expecting the world out of it. It turned out to be a shit show. There's nothing. It's two and a half hours of just garbled, mixed, nothing that's on the screen. There's there's just nothing good about that movie. That's the same way I feel about all the Transformers movies after the first. I agree, one. but I never <laughs> expected the Transformers to be good. I was because see I. Was kind of okay with Man of Steel. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. But then they made a mockery of all the good things about the characters of Batman and Superman and stuffed it in this film. Like what? Like everything. That's, that's, <laughs> Dude, your yes, your that's, that's your, informative. That's informative. Your uh, uh, what do you call your solution for uh, the two most epic uh, superheroes battling it out together is because their mom shares. Uh, they, they they both have the their moms share a name. Is that what you're telling me? There is no sequential point A to point B storytelling. The plot is everywhere. Lois Lane is barely in the movie. Superman is made out to be this bad guy without any motive. Batman is for some reason out for. Engines without giving me any backstory about him. Are you kidding me? This is bullshit. It was bullshit. I was expecting it to be great. Talking of Batman, another movie I was expecting a lot out of, but got nothing. The Dark Knight Rises. Christopher Nolan makes probably the greatest movie of all time, The Dark Knight. We all praise Heath Ledger and go up. And The Dark Knight Rises is a shit follow-up. All right, those are two. Another superhero <laughs> movie I was really disappointed by: Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern, epic superhero character, bullshit movie. Okay, Spider-Man Three, the one with Tobey Maguire. He's dancing in the streets for some reason, and 
the villain is shit the two andrew garfield movies that came after that were also shit which were the, the reason i hate those movies is because they were so perfectly cast andrew garfield is a great peter parker uh, emma stone is a great gwen stacy but they did nothing with the movie I hate those movies. I uh, saw this movie called Colossal, okay, and this is interesting because I sat with the Geek Fruit guys on the year end uh, uh, podcast, okay. and uh, they talked. Uh, so it was the guys talked about it. Shaz and Hathaway, and they both loved it. And I was expecting the world out of the movie, and when I saw the movie, and the concept of the movie is really interesting. So Anne Hathaway actually in the movie shares some sort of. connection with a monster in Japan so whenever Anne Hathaway's character gets drunk and goes out to this field to do something there's a monster in Japan which wakes up and carries out the same physical actions that she's doing miles away in America great concept shit movie are you guys still with me should i go on yes, no. <laughs> no no that was ivm rants featuring abbas <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I mean even Despicable Me Two was pretty bad compared Despicable to Despicable Me Two was okay. Minions was bullshit. Minions yeah, yeah, yeah. was, I mean I was uh, Minions. It's for a different target audience. It's a different kind of movie. Still, I was expecting some good laughs out of it, which I didn't get. It was just a cash grab. It was very apparent that it's a cash grab. I think I think the reason we are always fooled by these movies is because not not because in every single case they are bad movies or bad TV shows. I think the reason we are fooled is because we just expect a lot out of them. Yeah, that's because, because I mean, we're led to ex- led to those expectations are served to us. Yeah, and like there are there are like uh, Abbas said about Colossal. Same with uh, Downsizing. Great concept, great potential to be a fantastic movie. but just fails to deliver also i expected hello brother the salman khan movie where he has with <laughs> <laughs> his brother i expected it to be a hilarious movie and i dragged my parents to take me to see it and we walked you out you dragged your parents yeah, i did you. and then we mummy, left mummy. left before the interval so honestly yeah. any personal opinion anything with salman khan i have zero expectations okay, so then you like all of them good. because partner you watch was good. no no uh, partner uh, dabang was good Dabang was good. Yeah, Dabang was decent. Okay. No, <laughs> that's the, another episode of IBM Likes. <laughs> All right, so those were some examples where we were fooled. Uh, God, if you seem like you want to say something, no, I want to sneeze. Uh, okay, sneeze after the show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so tell us uh, some of the movies or TV shows or books that you thought would be great, but then when you actually got down to them, you were really disappointed by them. Uh, that was our show. Uh, before we wrap up, you can follow IBM Podcasts on social media. We are. IVM podcasts on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Use the hashtag IVM likes to tell us what you feel about the show. Uh you can personally follow all three of us on social media. I am uh, on Twitter as Abbas Momin, Janam. Janam Devan on Twitter. Uh, Gaurav. And on Twitter I am Gaurav_Aiya. And uh, Priyanka what's your Twitter handle? Priyanka1091. If you like this show, you should also check out another show we do called IVM Daily. The IVM staffers do a show every day. about uh, stuff that matters to them stuff that goes around in the world or just stuff that goes around in their heads uh, so check that out that show is available on uh, at the IVM podcast app the IVM podcast website or wherever you get your podcasts uh, that was our show we'll see you all next week bye bye ciao